The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron. One-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! There it is! All hail the new king in town! Young and old, gather round from one iconic Laker to another. You know, I always feel like I'm the best to ever play this game, but, you know, there's so many other great ones, and I'm happy to just be a part of their, uh, part of their journey. But it's the Thunder, the youngest team in the NBA, rallying in L.A. to knock the Lakers off. 133-130 tonight. Nearly stolen. It is stolen. Ana drives in. Back out. T-Rob. Open three on the way. She nailed it. We're tied. We're tied. With 14 seconds left, Taylor Robertson drains it three, and we're tied at 83. Are you kidding me? Wow! Holy mackerel! Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Uh, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Wednesday, February 8th. What a Tuesday, huh? Holy cow. Toby and TJ with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon now taking over on a working man Wednesday. I am live today in Waco, Texas. Not sure I'm on the air right now. But I think I am. Oh, you're on the air. Okay. Music is still going, and so I thought, maybe he doesn't hear me. So you can leave it going. It's I'm just fading it slowly. Gotcha. Well, I, I reached out to you several times this morning, and I did not hear any uh, feedback, so I thought. Sorry. So I've been busy hoping, on this, and I'm sorry. I've got them. I got your text. Hoping that uh, <laughs> I was testing my mic. I was doing all kinds of things. To, now, that I didn't hear. Okay. Otherwise, I would have responded to you. I'm it's sorry. good to hear from you, Teach. How are you today, I'm TJ? fine. I'm fine. My very best friend in the entire world, T.J. Perry, everybody. Good morning, T.J. Ah, good morning. What's got you so busy back there today, T.J.? Oh, I was editing a couple of things. What I is was, it you uh, do, T.J.? Let us all know. Well, what here's the first thing I do every day. I go in search of wherever Tyler McComas has carried all the ink pens off to. Oh. It happens every day. I go in there and I find what 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 is this? I know where they are. Act like I have to go on a uh, long search. What have you given us? I go to Tyler's desk and there's 97 ink pens and they're all the ones that I have gotten and grabbed from the day before to put in here for the guys to have in the studio. Why does he take the ink? I don't know. Every day when he ends his show, he grabs them all and then carries them off. I do not know. Does he think that's part of his responsibility at the station? I don't think he knows he does it. At the end of the day, to move the ink pens back to his office? I don't think he knows he does it. But I've learned just go to. Like a cattle drive. Yeah, it's just. He picks up his little notebook and his things, and I know what he does, and he carries them, lays them on his desk, and, and heads out for the day. But. I don't know why he does it, but that's how I start my day every day. I'm like, okay, ah. go so, get the pins. Like uh, Friday, he was out on a remote, 
Monday I got here, I go, look at that. All the pins are still here. Amazing. <laughs> now, why do you need all the pins? Don't you just need one pin? I have been a multi-pin guy laying here for whatever reason uh, <laughs> for my entire well, career. Well, maybe it bothers him having so many pins there. Well, he doesn't leave any usually. So oh, okay. If it does, he can stop because I want him here. No, it's uh, we have several guys throughout the day. Uh, other people roam off with them, you know, and so yeah. I just always start the day with like two or three laying here. Okay, so, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then I was producing a couple of spots and then uh, – Doing a couple of other things, and time got away from me. So, I Does was, your morning routine include any stretching or yoga or uh, meditation sh- or anything? I stretch when I first get up. No yoga, no uh, dark room alone, isolating mm-hmm. myself, anything like that. I guess I am in a dark room when I first wake up, and I'm just laying there. Yeah, but you're with me. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. With your so, wife. But How do I sound? Can you hear me okay? Uh, any yeah, audio great. adjustments? No, okay. no, sound great. sound great. I'm in Waco, TJ. Yeah, you're in Waco. How's Waco? Oh, I did not know if I was going to be with you this morning. Uh, I'm going to rank it the second worst flight of my 12 years, 14 years last night. Oh, really? It was uh, – so I am, at, I am at the game last night. We go to – well, I'll just say it like this. It was extremely turbulent. Uh, when So Chris's – the women left yesterday. I'm having a terrible time telling this story. I'm trying to figure out where to start. The women left yesterday. They have done what Lon Kruger used to do, which is travel on game day. And so they left, oh, noonish or so, I think, yesterday. Maybe maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Chris did his whole show, right? Yes. In fact, okay. he was here for a while after his show doing some stuff off in the yeah. other studio. Yeah. Okay, so uh, mid-afternoon at some point, they fly out of Oklahoma City to Waco. And I get a text from Chris because we're using the same airplane, okay? the Their plane is taking them to Waco, turning around, coming back, and picking us up and taking us to Waco. How about that? And then the plan was tonight, or last night, to take them home, turn around, come back, pick us up, and take us home. So that's the plan. So... Take off. Chris takes off yesterday, and he texts me and says, just uh, an alert, extremely bumpy getting out of Oklahoma City. And I'm like, what do you got to do that for, Chris? You know, just let me. <laughs> but he, he hates flying and wants he, somebody else to uh, be miserable, too. So He hates flying. We, neither one of us love it, but he hates it. I tolerate it. But anyway, um, so okay, I get show up at the airport and a um, little um, concerned, and we take off and it's fine. Like our takeoff was just fine. I was like, oh, what was Chris worried about, silly boy? And then about halfway to Waco, it, we start to bounce all over the sky. It was awful. Um, we're, we're landing in Waco, and it's one of those where you can't see the ground. It's driving rainstorm. Okay. You know, you could see the like the rain flying by your airplane. Yes. When the lights blink at night and oh, stuff, and it's always reminds me of, like the Twilight Zone or something. Yes. Yeah. It just looks like a thousand diamonds in the sky. It's really pretty, but it's also very disconcerting. Uh, it's a driving rainstorm. It's extremely windy. We're bouncing. We're descending. You can tell we're descending 
the wheels have gone down, you know, so you know you're near the ground, but you can't see anything because of the fog and the clouds outside and everything. And We didn't see the runway until we were uh, like six feet above it, it felt like. And then we bounced, and all. it was just a terrible flight. It was terrible. I mean, we made it, but it was it was one of those where we land and everybody looks at each other, and you're like, uh, I was queasy the rest of the night. I didn't eat dinner last night because my stomach was still upset. But I'm at the uh, game last night. We went straight from the airport to the women's game. Right. And I'm with Jacob Groves. And uh, I said, what did you think about that flight? He said, uh, first time that we, I've ever been in a plane when we flew directly into the eye of a tornado. He goes, that was pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was, was unsettling. So anyway, I'm glad I'm here because that was not fun at all. But we made it. How about that win by the women last night? Did you watch that game at all? I was uh, following along. Yeah, that's a great ooh. finish to uh, get it to <laughs> overtime. How about the pass, too, to hit the three? That was uh, that was nice. That was nice. Amazing. They were down. I like your I picture of Chris that you posted. That made <laughs> me laugh. That made me laugh. I was watching the end of it on TV back in the hotel room. and uh, Well, on my phone, I guess. It was on my phone, ESPN+. Plus. And I, yeah, they showed the replay, and I was like, "Is that Chris in the background?" Because they were showing Jenny Baranchek, a tight shot of Jenny celebrating the made three that sent it to overtime. And I was like, "Look at Chris; he's standing up, pumping his fist." So I like replayed it on my phone and tried to capture a little. <laughs> yeah, it was like a blurry Yeti image. <laughs> right. It did Chris. take me a minute. Oh, there he is! There he is! Yeah, he's standing up with both arms in the air courtside as the ball's in the air from uh, T-Rob. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, so they had problems last night. Like, the plane, I don't haven't got an answer yet, but Chris texted me from the airport saying, we don't have an airplane. And I said, where's your airplane? And he said, I have no idea. So about an hour later, I texted him saying, did you ever find your airplane? <laughs> And he said they were driving to Fort Worth and either going to spend the night in Fort Worth or get another bus to take them the rest of the way home because we're also sharing the OU bus down here. So I don't know what ended up happening because I went to sleep. But if you remember, Chris is supposed to be on an airplane today. I was say, he's on a flight today, yeah. To go to California with OU softball. So I think his blood pressure was starting to elevate last night. Because if they spent the night, um, then they'd have to obviously, hopefully, get up early enough for him to get back uh, today. But anyway, hopefully, they they made it back last night. Maybe sure. you mentioned it yesterday, and I just forgot. Like, what was your decision to fly rather than drive to Waco? That's typically something you would drive. No, 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 not for basketball. No, I uh, I fly huh. everywhere with basketball except for TCU and OSU. Huh, yeah. I thought you drove to Waco too. Okay, okay. I'm just remembering wrong then. No, 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 no. It's too. It's now. Uh, I I probably have in the past. Like if Jenny's going with me and we're gonna. Yeah, maybe visit that's friends what I'm thinking or, of. Yeah. Or uh, you know the Moffats uh, were down here for for years. Uh, their son was on the men's team, and uh, we've come down here a couple of times with various sports to hang out with them. So I'm sure I have driven it, but. No, 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 no. I've, I, I have gotten the reputation at some point. I'm sure I've talked about this. But I have people at the athletic department all the time 
ask me about um, where were we going to somewhere. Like, so you're not driving this one. You're going to fly it. Huh? You're going to risk it. And I was like, why do I have the reputation of being scared to fly? <laughs> I, I think it's been passed around in some meetings up there that I'm scared to fly. Like Probably John- when Gabe and uh, Teddy take the seats that they've got yeah. available for the radio crew, they tell people you were scared so that you let them take it. Yeah, Prob- I guess. I think they think I'm John Madden up there. And I fly everywhere with the basketball team. I do drive with the baseball team, but so do they. They take buses, mm-hmm. right? And I would just rather have a car than sit in a bus, you know. And plus, they go the day before, and it allows me to do the Friday show at my house and drive. So, the only time that I drive that other people fly is during football season, and they give us three seats on the team plane, and we got eight people in our crew. So, I drive. You're just a nice guy. You just drive. I, I don't mind it. It's fun to hang out with the guys. I do when I am on the plane. I feel guilty that everybody else is having to drive, so I just don't mind it. I got the Landers deal. We've got the Loves deal, and I'll hop in the car and do a roadie with the fellas. It's fun. We tell stories. We get snacks. You know, it's a good time. But it, I'm not scared to fly. I don't love it, but I don't think I. Don't love it any more than anybody else in the world. You're you know? just I mean, jittery just, over it. You're not afraid of flying. You don't go into convulsions or anything and breathing into no, a paper bag or anything. I'm really so, not jittery yeah. over it. I just, it's not like, I remember when I was a kid being super excited about taking a flight. You know, because it was the coolest thing in the world to be in the air and see the world from above and everything. And now I just would, things have happened in my life. And I would just rather be back on the ground, but I'm fine with it. I would also rather fly than take a six-hour drive somewhere. So, anyway, I don't know where I got that reputation. Yeah. But I love flying, but I have never been on a helicopter, but I don't know if it's because of you or what, but I have. I want no part of the helicopter, so that's a discussion going on right now for the future trip coming up. So... Uh, as far as an excursion in Alaska, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not having any of it, and uh, I'm losing the battle right now. So I'm fine with flying, though. But the thought of a helicopter, I don't know. I would consult with Lumber Lady. <laughs> um, she did one of those, I believe. Her and Drew on our Alaskan cruise. Okay, I didn't know they had done that, so I'll check with them then. Pretty sure they did. And uh, so I don't know... I would not do it. Well, that's my thought on it. Nor would my wife. Um, I bet it's unbelievably beautiful. Uh, But I don't love the idea of taking a helicopter in and out of mountains and things like that. So maybe I am scared. But I've just, again, I feel like I've been on my share of helicopters in my day, and I'm done with them, so... Yeah. I don't. I I can see it. It's on okay both to sides, be scared though. of flying. You're scared of flying. Like I think everybody knows that by now. I think that's okay. <laughs> I guess I am. If every <laughs> flight is going to be like last night, I am yeah, you scared no of what we were of on last night. <laughs> You'll yeah. be driving to Waco. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you made uh, it. You're fine. I made it. I got. Uh, we saw what a night in sports last night. The comeback by the women was glorious. Chris's call was great. And then we got to sit back and watch LeBron make history and the Thunder beat the Lakers. So that's kind of a perfect 
sports night right there last night. So it's good. We're going to talk about all that. We're going to preview the men's game. We're down here for the men to play Baylor tonight, 8 o'clock. And we've got a bunch of other stuff to get into on a Working Man Wednesday live in rainy Waco when we come back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show right here on the Ref. Serving clients in Oklahoma nationwide. No fees until they win for you. Oklahoma's personal injury attorneys. 405-917-5200. Or find them online. McIntyreLaw.com. Text line a busy this morning. Air Comfort Solutions uh, text line. Says I'm supposed to read this in a British accent. I don't know if I can. Huh. Top of the morning to you, lads. That would be that Irish. That was Irish, yeah. yeah. That's a, but I think top of the morning is Top Irish. of the morning is Irish, so I can't yeah. think of how to do that in a British accent. So, uh, Turkey Bacon, you're going to play some spin doctors for the crossover with Plank's show today. Someone asked me about that yesterday. I must have missed this. Does Plank hate the spin doctors or something? Someone said something uh, late in the no, show it, yesterday about this, too, and I didn't catch it. So, No idea. Um, uh, it, does that have to do with the person texting wondering how me and Plank were going to spin OU? We were talking about no. somebody. No, I, I, I don't, don't think so because this is Gunny, and Gunny's very supportive of you guys. So. You know I don't listen to sports radio other than uh, this show, TJ. <laughs> right. It's all Leeds podcasts and country music for I me. I hear a lot of Plank's show, but it's in and out. Um, so I, if he said something about the spin doctors, or if you are making fun of Toby and Playing for spinning things, then that's hilarious, so I'll give you credit for that, too. <laughs> uh, good morning, Toby and TJ. Uh, good morning. Toby, are you thinking about going, uh, are you going to drive to Utah when we play BYU? <laughs> no, we will not be driving to you. Let's see, this year's schedule, we will fly, I will fly to Cincinnati, I will fly to Utah. What are the other road games? Um, I'd have to look up the schedule. At Oklahoma, At Oklahoma State, State we'll, you'll drive. I'll probably drive that one. Yeah. Uh, there's one more. You I'm don't have the of. Texas school. You don't have Baylor. Kansas? Do we go to Kansas? I Kansas was here. Let me look. I can pull it up real quick. All right. Pull it up. But you know it's hey, posted it's on the, now on hey, the website. it's on the website now. Look, I can click schedule right there. It'll come right up for us. Definitely flying so, to Utah, though. Looking forward uh, to that. Yeah, you much. are at Kansas, at, uh, at Stillwater. I'll drive Kansas. Uh, and that's it. Provo, yeah. the other one. Well, I'll fly, fly Cincy, fly Cincy. Utah, drive Stillwater. You'll drive, drive Tulsa, Kansas. not Tulsa. You'll drive that. Uh, probably drive Tulsa, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty easy road schedule this year for you. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, we got two long ones, but it's. Uh, I guess it's pretty normal. Are we going to be forced to admit that LeBron James is the GOAT instead of Jordan? I've always said that Brady was not the GOAT, but I'm forced to admit that he is the GOAT. I don't like either of them very much. I just wish he would have never broken the record. No, you don't have to. He's not the greatest of all time, so you don't have to be forced to say that. Kareem was the all-time leading scorer before that, and most people, there were some that thought he was the greatest player of all time, but people didn't say that just because he was the all-time scoring leader. They still thought it was Jordan for the most part. So you don't have to think that it's jo- or LeBron because he passed Kareem. No. Um, few things here. I mean, I think that he is he is in the discussion for sure. sure he's in the discussion, definitely. He's a top one five of the top, guy. Yeah, one of the top five of all time, mm-hmm. which is which is really great. I think a lot of this is generational. 
Uh, if you lived back when Wilt was playing, you're pretty hard to convince he's not the greatest you've ever seen. There is the Magic and Bird generation, uh, which was awesome. When, you know, Kareem would fit in there somewhere. If you are of our age, TJ, it's hard to imagine anybody being considered greater than Michael Jordan. And then you got all the young punks now running around who swear LeBron is the GOAT. And so I think it's very generational. Uh, it does not come down to who scored the most points. I would no. say championships weigh in there heavily. Um, neither is everything, but I would probably weigh championships as much or more than points. What One thing you do have to consider is that both Kareem and Mike went to college. Um, you know, which cut off some of the years that they would have scored points in the NBA. And Michael if, went to baseball, too, for a couple, so. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, if Kareem had not gone to UCLA, how many points would he have? If he had gone straight from high school to the NBA, uh, LeBron at least wouldn't have gotten to his record yet. So, there's a lot of factors there. I think it is – I would not agree that LeBron is the GOAT. I think it's Mike. And that this comes from a guy who has spent a significant portion of his life cheering against Michael Jordan. But um, I don't think it is a crazy argument that if you believe LeBron James is the greatest of all time, I, I, I would argue against you, but I'm not going to call you crazy. I, I think that you can make a legitimate argument for that, especially now. I mean, this is a big-time feather in his cap. Mm -hmm. Now, I did not know until the broadcast last night, and I find it a little silly, that this is only regular season points. I heard Stan Van Gundy say that last night that uh, they do not count postseason points in your scoring totals. Oh, I did not know that. I did not. Uh, I was back and forth uh, with some of that last night. I didn't hear him say that. So I mean, that's, that seemed weird. Yeah, I thought why it would was that all, be the case. I thought everything was included into that total. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I don't understand that. Huh? But he said, uh, you know, you got to think. In, now maybe he's wrong, but he said uh, that's a lot of points, and you got to. Uh, Consider that he has also scored like 7,000 postseason points in addition to this. Um, so, I don't know. If he's right about that, that just seems odd. Give it a few years, too, and there are kids of a certain age that by the time he's done will probably think Steph's the greatest of all time. Well, yeah. Because that was their guy that they've kind of grown with and watched, and he's he's got the titles, and he may win more, so... <laughs> In a way, I can see the argument. I mean, he's changed the game. He has completely changed basketball, or or at least a portion of it, uh, and is amazing. He is jaw dropping. So, yeah, for me, it's Mike. I I can't imagine it'll ever be anybody but Mike. Uh, if you lived through that area and saw his complete and utter dominance, and how the world, not just the NBA. But the world orbited around Michael Jordan for a while. He was Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, and LeBron James all in one. He was the biggest star on the planet, period. Well, Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson were the two biggest stars on the planet, TJ. We loved our and Michaels. We did. <laughs> so it's hard for me to imagine the, the level of fame and dominance that he had because I've seen people beat 
LeBron. You know, I've seen people, I've seen him lose finals. And it's hard for me to remember anybody ever beating Mike, especially the Pacers. So he was invincible in my memory anyway. Toby's reputation on flying is due to his refusal to lean his uh, seat back. That guy must be some kind of crazy and hates flying if he doesn't put his seat back like a, at all. Laughing face emoji. Have a great day, fellas. Always listening. William, the innkeeper. Again, <laughs> misunderstanding. <laughs> I am perfectly happy to put my seat back, but I maintain. Oh, come on. I maintain you are supposed to ask the person behind you. You don't just go back. You are supposed to turn around and say, are you okay with me coming back? Because they either, I ride with a lot of very tall people who have their knees crammed into the seat in front of them, and that would be inappropriate. Or they might have something on their tray table or they're working some drinks, things like that. I agree. I believe that the uh, proper etiquette, if you want to, Lay your seat back, and I do on these some of these. Like tonight, we're coming home at like one or two in the morning, and I will gladly lean my seat back, but I will turn around first and look at the person behind me and say, "Are you okay with me coming back?" That's my. I just that's the argument. Not that I never lean it back. I think there's an etiquette there. Teddy believes it is that, and you do too, that you have bought that seat, and you can do whatever you want. And you don't need to notify the person behind you. If you want to lean back, you're going to lean back. It's just a difference of opinion. That's all. Uh, it's to give Plank a hard time, Gunny, saying about the uh, spin doctor. So, okay, okay. Huh. Um, what kind of shakeup do you expect in the lineup for the basketball game tonight? Well, maybe that's something that takes longer than, a, than what we have here to answer. Ask me after a shoot-around today. I don't know. <laughs> ah... Is Porter going to be there, or will he be in a Notre Dame uh, polo oh, by the end of the day? Oh, according to yesterday's report. Um. By the way, I did uh, wrongly so venture. Like uh, Brent Behrens posted a just a graphic that said OU versus Baylor tomorrow night. Yeah. And I said, I wonder what the comments are on this. Oh and no! I shouldn't have done you that. You shouldn't do that. No, not right now. People are just so mean. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, we can we can expound on that when we come back. We could think about what 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 could be possible there. Four zero five six five one three four three nine. If you would like to text the show, it is our Air Comfort Solutions text line. It is Sooners Bears eight o'clock tonight. Oh, you going for the sweep down here now? After the women got them last night at overtime, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Nothing. I don't like anything anybody on our team's doing. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm in Waco. He's in Norman. By the way, um, I am not bothering Ryan Humphrey today. Uh, thank you for all the concern out you there. That. Yeah, are you down in the lobby or something, or what's I am. In, yeah, I'm in the kind of the convention center area of nice, the hotel, nice. and um, I will not do the show in my room again for the remainder <laughs> of the basketball season for sure. 
And maybe for the remainder of the 2023 athletic season. <laughs> right. We'll see. Maybe baseball. Uh, but I don't do a lot of baseball shows because um, usually those are the weekends. So mm-hmm. unless we're in Omaha or, or Big 12 tournament or something like that. But um, So, no, I am uh, alone. There's nobody around me right now. I'm down in kind of a convention center. I'm at a, at a tabletop. And I'm being as loud as I want, and I don't think I'm bothering anybody. Uh, And I'm definitely scared of Ryan Humphrey. So I can tell he doesn't like me much anymore, Teach. You know how you can just sense someone doesn't like you? You burned that bridge, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, question was asked before the break about lineup changes tonight. Why don't you hit me with yours, and then I'll I'll, uh, contemplate what you have to say. Well, he shook it up Saturday. Right. Um. He went with Bijan over Jacob Groves. Right. The only thing I could see maybe is putting Owe in there. I think he'll go back to what it was with Jacob. All right. Are you done with your answer? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm just okay. trying to think about how he would shake it up. I, I don't think he would put... Even though we saw Joe and he had some nice points and had uh, some nice moments, I guess, this past weekend. I don't think he would put Bamasil in there. Maybe he goes with the same starting lineup he did Saturday. Maybe Otega always in there. Maybe C.J. Nolan's back in there. Let's do it this way. I just Who don't has know. to start? Grant Sherfield's going to start. Okay. Agreed. Um, Tanner Groves is going to start. Well, I don't know Jaylen, if I agree with that. Jalen Hill is going Hill, to start. Jalen and Grant are the two that are going to start. Jalen Hill needs to play 40 minutes, much less start. So, right. Uh, so those two will start without a doubt in my Jaylen opinion. Jalen and Grant are your only givens. They're my only givens. That, it I would not surprise that. me if any of the other three are shook up. So, okay, so That's Baylor, why I'm having trouble answering this because there's a lot of options there you could go with with certain guys that have played well in spurts at times here. Here's what Baylor does really well. They shoot the three, and they crash the offensive boards. Think back to that game in Norman. They've got uh, they got three uh, elite shooters on the perimeter. In Flagler, who made the big shot against uh, OU late. In the freshman, Keontae George and uh, LJ Cryer. They shoot the three. And then they go get all their misses. That was kind of the first of the frustrating run here, TJ, of games and where it seems like, well, it doesn't seem like, OU has given up way too many offensive rebounds. So uh, those are the two strengths of Baylor. So to counter that, what could you do? I think that, uh, I think Tega has earned potentially a look. I don't know anything. I have not been to shoot around yet today I have not been to practice at later today I will have a good feel for it but right now we're just speculating but if you want to say Tega would help you guard you know either Flagler Cryer or George then I could be down with that um the same would be said of CJ Nolan I think a little bit better more physical defender 
who's been playing some really good basketball. CJ's been playing well. He's not shooting it great, but you know he's been getting steals and runouts, and he's he's a he's a physical body. So I'd say both of those guys are possibilities. Uh, I would even say, you know, when it comes to keeping guys off the glass, Tega would help you with that. Um, do you like do you like Sam better uh, as a rebounder than Tanner? Not necessarily, but I do like the idea of Sam maybe getting the start to preserve Tanner a little bit and picking up dumb fouls early in the game. Yeah. Okay, let's put that so down as a that's, possibility. That's why I think that's a possibility. I think it has to do with the fouls more than the rebounding or scoring or anything. So, um, if you are putting down uh, the starters here. Okay, so if we're going to insert any of those guys, we got to take somebody out. So, are you taking Los out of the lineup? Not playing great right now. No, I'm he's take- on about a four or five game stretch here where he's he's not scored much. He's turned it over a little bit. Are you, but he, he does handle the ball. So, mm-hmm. are you comfortable uh, taking him out? No, I'm going to leave him. I'm going to I'm going to start him still. Are you taking Bijan out of the yes. lineup? Okay, Bijan replaced by Tega. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I think that Bijan did a fine job the other night. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have a problem with what he did starting. So, And I think he can be effective for you as a spark in either way. So if Tega could give you a little better defense and a little better rebounding, then I think that's a perfectly logical solution. Uh, are, uh, you're not taking Tanner out? Did I already ask you about Tanner? Uh, Tanner, are you taking uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start Sam just because of what I said. Maybe that helps him uh, last a little longer in the game. He doesn't pick up fouls uh, early within the first couple of minutes of the game, and, and he can play a little deeper into the second half. I, I'm saying it as if I'm assuming Tanner Groves is fouling out tonight. <laughs> so, well, you got to assume that, right? So, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Sam Godwin in there, yes. Okay, so and you're Jay, starting. Hill's still starting as well, yeah. Your starting five, then, is Grant Sherfield, Milo Shuzan, Otega Owe, Jalen Hill, Sam Godwin. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. Okay, let me think about this. I like the Tega. <laughs> I like the Tega insertion for sure. Um, I, I, Baylor specific, I think he gives you two things. He gives you less scoring, okay? Not a lot less, but Bijan's really good at creating either for himself or others. He's the best driver of the basketball they've got right now. Uh, Tega doesn't shoot it. But he drives it. He can get to the rim of it. But he is a significantly better defender and rebounder. So I like that substitution you've made, especially for tonight. I'm thinking through the Tanner thing. <sighs> Do you start him if you just assume he's going to foul out anyway? I mean, that's the question <laughs> there. That sounds mean, but I, I don't just... think whether you start or not necessarily affects how many minutes. <laughs> that you're may play. be true. That may be true as well. Yeah. I think you have to think, you know, who gives you the better chance. Tanner is one of the top five rebounders in the Big 12. Probably hard for some people to believe, but he is. He's been having a really good year on the glass. Um, although he didn't have a single rebound in West Virginia because he was never on the floor. I, I If you're only starting Sam to protect Tanner from fouls, I'm not sure that's a good enough reason. If you are starting him because you think he would be a better, you know, matchup to get you some, you know, prevent offensive rebounds, 
and that maybe Tanner could provide a spark coming off a bench, just a little different look for him. Maybe that would inject a little life in him. You always got to think how people are going to handle a demotion. You know, some people handle it great. They get ticked off, and they, I'll show you for taking me out of the lineup. And some people uh, don't handle it well. They, their dauber gets down, and you take the life out of them. I think Tanner would handle it fine. I think he would be okay with it. Um, I don't hate it, Teach. I don't hate it. I think it's worth a shot. Like, you've lost five out of six in five straight Big 12 games. So I think anything's worth a shot right now. Mixing up the lineup, playing some zone, uh, whatever you got to do to try to rattle the cage and get a win and try to get this thing turned around. I think it's worth a shot. He certainly is living in a frustrated zone right now. I mean, other than the, other than that crazy one-off where everybody played great, he, you know, I don't hate it, Teach. I mean, it, it's just the starting lineup. Oh yeah, Not guys like, are still going to get their minutes, even yeah. even shuffling it up like that. And it's not to say who you're going to play late when it really matters and all that kind of stuff. So I think I think I'm endorsing your new starting lineup, TJ. Yes. Yeah. Way to go. Break time. We'll be back in Waco. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour. McIntyreLaw.com, 405-917-5200, your personal injury attorney. What an incredible picture of Phil Knight last night. We all probably should learn a lesson from him, myself included. I didn't see it. I'll send you both of these. So it is a picture of – let me pull them up here. Grab a screenshot of both of these. It is a picture of LeBron from behind on the fadeaway shot that breaks the record. So it is him from behind showing all the fans behind the basket. Phil is front row. Here, I'm sending this to you. No camera in hand, just enjoying the moment. Yeah. Thousands of fans behind him. There's not a single one that doesn't have a phone being held up. Capturing the moment. They want to take the picture, the video, whatever they're doing. But he's just sitting there, fingers crossed, smiling, watching the moment. Everyone else is holding their phone up in the entire picture. It's an amazing picture. Like, I probably would be, too. I'm in a historic moment. You're probably taking a picture to verify you were there. But um, he's just embracing it, embracing the that moment. That is cool. Yeah. Man, look at all those phones. No, that's what I'm saying. There's thousands behind him. It's not as if it's just a few people sitting next to him or something. It's kind of wild. That is a great Apple commercial and a great Nike yeah. commercial, just <laughs> who we were talking about absolutely. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, how good are you at, at doing that? How good are putting I, the I'm phone trying, away? I'm trying to be better at that. At I think I'm okay at it. I'm not, a, you know, constantly wanting to film everything we do. Like we went to Yellowstone this summer, and uh, we've gone in a couple of you know beautiful national parks the last couple of years, and just taking it in rather than having to video everything. You know, I'm trying to be better at at all that. I don't video stuff like hardly ever. I, I take a lot of pictures, 
but I have recently at concerts tried to say to myself, I don't need these. I don't really go back and ever, especially videos. Like you'll get in the moment, you're like, oh man, I got to video this. This the song's great. And then I I never go back and watch them. You know, right? They're just there just on my phone. It. Yeah. So yeah. I've been trying to enjoy it, but. I don't know if I could do what he did last night. Like, he is just sitting sure. there, smile, smirk on his face, hands clasped together, and it's just, he's probably thinking, man, this guy's made me billions of dollars. No hook shot. No, <laughs> no sky hook. No shot. No, he talked about that after the game a little bit. That everybody, what did he say? He said everybody wanted him to go with the, the sky hook or, you know, some nod to Kareem or magic or there was all these different angles that people had asked him uh, over the last few weeks what he was going to go with, and he goes, you know, when I got into that moment, he goes, my fadeaway kind of, uh, I, I, I went with one of my shots. He goes, it's my record, and I love Kareem. I appreciate Kareem, and I understand that. And uh, he said, I, I think he had one that he kind of baby hooked and then one drive where he kind of did the spread leg, finger roll, magic style layup uh, within the game on a fast break. And he said that one it was just it was just natural and that's my shot so I just went with my shot so he goes I don't, don't want to force anything at that moment so I think he wanted to go to the hook it looked like as he had Kenrich Kenrich Williams was guarding him and yeah. he had him kind of in the corner over there and I think he was wanting to run him into the lane and give it the sky hook because um, you saw him practicing that in the pregame. But uh, Kenrich wouldn't let him drive on that shoulder. He had him covered up pretty good. And then he got the ball back where he got it back, and you couldn't really go to it at that point. Um, so I think it just was an in-the-moment decision. But I think that he was thinking about going to the skyhook. It may have been, and that would have been really cool. Um, what a cool moment, though. But, no, it was a great Whether moment Whether you like LeBron him. or yeah, not. Sure. I, I, you know, those those historic moments – like that, or, you know, when we see all-time records fall, home runs, touchdown passes, whatever the case may be, I'm all about it. It's just, I was, and then the Thunder went and beat them, so that was great. All right, top of the hour break, we'll be back.